Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Bibliostapes in Discussion. This evening, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by a photographer, Antonio Duvera. Good evening, Antonio. Hello, good evening. Thanks for having me around. Thanks. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for giving me up, giving me up some of your time this evening to, to talk about your, your book. Um, before we get on to talking about your book, The Space Between, um, it'd be great if you could maybe give us a good introduction to your photography and your, your work background um, before we start talking about the book, Antonio. Of course, of course. Um, well, I've been taking many pictures for, I've been taking pictures for many years, snapshots here and there. Yep. Uh, nothing serious, nothing autistic. Uh, until one day I had a DSLR camera as a present. So someone asked me, what do you want for your birthday? And, and I said, really, I really don't know. But, and I said, I, I do like photography. And they said, and they gave me a, a DSLR camera. Um, and I was obviously my first one. So I started looking up videos on YouTube, taking shots of all different stuff in colour. Yep. Then I learn about long exposures, got myself some filters so I can try long exposure photography. Yep. Um, yeah, so I did that for, for about five years. Um, and then I started developing interest in black and white. Um, I started obviously in the social, social media, you see people posting all different types of pictures and, and, uh, and different subjects. I started developing landscape, um, interest for landscape photography in black and white. Yep. Um, so I started doing uh, black and white photography landscapes um, and then tried to learn the compositions. Obviously, the first ones was all over the place. But, yep. Uh, yeah, and then I started doing some, um, some obviously, landscapes and subject structures around the sea, around the, the coast. And uh, so that's why I started doing stuff like that. And then, um, then I started developing interest for minimalism. Um, yeah. I just... I started looking around and I see all these poles that are around the coast and piers and, and people that don't take any notice out of that stuff. So, so I decided to uh, start shooting that and I start getting a lot of interest to bring these subjects, these structures back to, back to life yep. in a way that they've been left there to rotten. Um, so I started uh, taking shots of that and obviously removing stuff that doesn't doesn't go as well doesn't go well with my structures and yep. start removing some of the stuff and then um then i start creating space in the images uh, as i start moving stuff that doesn't go well with this with the structure so i start creating space i was like wow i'm really, really enjoying this yeah you know the subject there and there's all the main attraction is a subject so um removing all the stuff that's um that will be distraction for the for the subject. So I start removing that and I start enjoying my photography. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing this minimalism photography for a few a few years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful work. I've had a good look through good look through your website as well, Antonio. And it's 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 beautiful work, really very well, I say simple. It's it's just very sim, very simple, very nice, lovely, clean images that work so well in the black and white. And as you say, they have a lovely sense of space to them as well. Um, and it's certainly a style 
um, a subject matter that I, I like as well and that appeal, appeals to my eye. And um, I, you can certainly see some of your work is, uh, most of your work's absolutely beautiful. Um, and you've really taken advantage of your, of your location on the Southern coast as well to, to, to as you yes. say, phot- photograph the jetties and the groins and the rocks and the subject matters that really lend themselves beautifully to, to minimalism photography. Yeah, thank you. So obviously you're, you recently proju- published your second book called The Space Between, which um, I'm delighted to have a copy of. Um, and it's, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful collection of images which, uh, which really kind of convey the story of minimalism and, 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 and as you say, the, the space that you're trying to convey in, in your work. So what was really the inspiration and the idea behind creating this book? Well, I, obviously this style I've been developing for quite a few years now. And then I said, well, one day when I have a few images, I will yep. publish the book. I mean, it was, and the other thing is about, about uh, photography books, most images, they don't have any titles or descriptions. Yes. And I know, I know most pictures, most, most images that most famous photographers, they have some sort of guideline to the subject and the foreground. And most of my images, they haven't got that. Yeah. So I decided, right, I will publish this book with my most popular images. And I'll put my, the name of the, the image and as well as the description so people can have an idea what's what's behind the behind the creation of this subjects yeah. and also i insisted to put names in my images because most things in life they have a name yep so and obviously a creation i did spend a lot of time creating this and obviously as i was creating these images these images was talking to me yes so i'll be looking through them most of my images in this book they all have a different title yeah. and a slightly different description and all based in pretty much the same structure same 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 subjects yeah so i decided well that's it i'm going to publish this and obviously i'll promote my um negative space that i've been doing with these images and um and that was the idea just create something that's um a bit different from the usual that's with the titles and the description and as well as uh, promoting these structures that has been abandoned and and left it there to rot and like all boats and stuff like that yeah um so that was the idea um yeah yeah no I, I really like your i really like the the captions and and the titles against each of the images it, it, it really just gives a different uh, it gives you a different perspective to think about it as opposed to just seeing a whole set of images the caption in particular kind of conveys some of what your emotional connection was to the image at that time that you were, you were creating it and shooting it. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Um, um, I mean, to get, it's funny because it's not easy to find these subjects. Yes. Um, I spent many hours in Google maps and yeah. looking through find location and many trips with nothing. Yeah, nothing absolutely. Yep. And I'm getting there. So it takes, I mean, you know, in order to capture these images, it's not so easy because you, you need to find them first. Um, you need to look at the tides, um, the weather, yeah, and obviously travel yeah. there and, and sometimes waiting around, looking around, see what's the best angle to, to shoot these subjects. And it's like a lot of time consuming and, um, and as well on a computer when you're processing the images. And normally most of my images I do, there's one thing which inspire my images is always ambient music, dark ambient music. Mm. 
I love ambient oh. music and I can spend hours listening to ambient music and yep. processing my images. There's some big connection between my images and uh, ambient music. All right. Interesting. So, um, yes, most of my images. Yes, I do. Uh, all my images, they all, I don't, if I don't feel motivated, I won't touch them when, yes. when I'm ready in the mood for it. And I yep. will put my music and then there you go. I just start creating my images and I just, most of the time, I just get lost with time. Spend so yeah. many hours doing that. Yeah, and I'm very uh, attached to the images as well. In a way that um, I do sell my prints, I print my own work. Yeah, um, and I'm really attached to them. So um, yes, it's a big thing for me, obviously. Um, and I do yeah. have pleasure processing them, obviously publishing them, and and put my work up there for people to enjoy it. If they enjoy it, fine. But the yeah. idea, it's, it's what I like. So uh, absolutely. I had a lot of comments. Sorry. I had a lot of people saying that you images isn't got a lot. I mean, I had all sorts of, I had all sorts of criticism about my images and, and, and obviously, okay, fair enough. That's what you think. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah. when I look at the images, I really don't have a lot to tell, but I suppose it's the way it works. And not everyone likes everything, right? I, I, absolutely. At the end of the day, as, as we were talking about earlier for us, both of us, photography is a hobby. And if it, when it's a hobby, you've got to photograph and you've got to shoot what it is that you enjoy shooting. Otherwise, if you're shooting something that you don't actually want to be shooting it no longer, becomes a hobby you're doing it for alternative purposes and what's and frankly what's the point if it's a hobby you're supposed to enjoy it and therefore you go out and you take shots and you'll always get there'll always be people who don't like it and if, particularly when it's maybe more of a, a specific style if someone doesn't like a style particularly minimalism black and white photography it's going to be very hard to please them if if what you enjoy shooting and, and publishing is minimalism black and white so I, th I think i think it's one of these things you can never please everyone but the main thing for me and it's a, certainly for me is pleasing myself if i like an image i'm really not that bothered what anyone else thinks about it um, and and that's that's kind of the way i work and i've got a thick enough skin that uh, if it's constructive criticism that's one thing if people say they don't like it well that's fine that's it's their choice i don't like everything i see um and and that's kind of the best way that works but i really i really like your i really like your work i like the combination of the the, the opening pages where it's a very minimal subject in 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 terms of just the individual boat or or just an individual um groin post or something like that and then as you begin to work through it the, the jetties and the piers begin to appear from the left and right sides um, and then yeah. you, it continues and then you've got some of the jetties coming through the middle a bit bit more of the darker and then you finish with beautifully which is is the real the, the very much contrast of going from very very light in the opening pages of it to the very very dark was that something that you you kind of said that you wanted to do or is it or is it just through the i suppose the subject matter that you're processing it seems to be largely lighter as opposed to the darker yeah um i was very carefully choosing my images for the pages because obviously um i did i do like the idea i was had in mind to do lighter to dark yep um so 
So I'm very careful trying to pick, we spend hours trying to pick the right yeah. images to go next to each other, which is which is quite difficult. Some of them yes. are quite similar, so it's easy to place them. Yep. But the idea was to start as minimal as possible and then work all the way, minimal in colour, minimal in subject as well, and then work all the way yep. to the end and to the darker images, still minimal, but um, darker. Yeah. So, um, yes, I was very careful with placing the images and um, obviously choosing because I have other images too and, and it's hard to pick my best image. I don't have a favourite image. I like my images all the same. That's it, yeah. But it's, it was very hard to pick the ones to work and I, obviously I've done it and I tried to do the best way I could. But yeah, yeah. I was quite pleased with the result. Yeah, yeah I, I I think it shows up really. Well. I think it's I think it's come out fantastically well. But as you say, it is quite challenging when you're faced with only selecting so many images. You know, you've got to get it down to a number. And whilst you don't always, whilst people don't necessarily have a favourite image, there's maybe always an image that just visually appeals more to you than others. And and as you say, it's getting the balance right. Some of them pair up beautifully or pair up not beautifully they all, they all work well but some of them are maybe more obvious combinations such as some of the peers just one coming in left and one coming in from the right there's maybe some more obvious connections and then it's it's how you work around the other ones to fill in to fill in the gaps so there's a there's a natural flow yes yeah that's correct yeah that's correct yeah and i can only imagine um, yeah I think, uh... carry on it was a challenge. It was a challenge, yeah. yes. It was a challenge there, picking them. <laughs> and actually, I'd done everything on my own. I right. prepared everything up. i done the book design. I've downloaded them, what you call the guidelines, and them. Um, yep. And I've, I've done everything, which took me hours to do it. So um, <laughs> and in general, everything that I do when it comes to my art, I like to do everything on my own because I want to give the viewer um, – I want to tell the viewer that everything's done by me, right? Including if I could frame my images, I would frame my images yeah. too. But um, I just want to give the viewer that, that, um, <laughs> that comfort of having um, everything done by the artist. Like yeah, absolutely. The image. Yep. Yeah, so I wanted to give that. And as well as, um, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I really, really enjoy that. Really yeah. enjoy it, that. it also allows you to maintain routine control over the process. You've got total control over image yes. placement, exactly how the design's going to look, the fonts, the text, and, and those those are all just as important as the images in terms of getting the small details because the small details are, are really what stands out and what people remember it about. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. It's re it was really important to get everything right. All the texts have checked over and over before sending to the printing <laughs> services. Uh, <laughs> and I must admit, the first couple of books didn't turn up that well because right. there was some errors, not necessarily by me, but um, it was some errors. I did try it a few times till I get it right. Um, but um, yeah, I was quite pleased with the result. Um, yeah, yep. I was very pleased with the result, actually. Yeah, so I'm yeah. happy with that. And and how how did how did how did you find um, choosing the locations? I know you spend a lot of time, but are there more locations that you would like to include in future books, or or do you, or is there maybe a different subject matter that you'll maybe move on to next in terms of progressing your your future work, or are you happy to keep? Are you happy and do you still enjoy obviously shooting most of it at the coast? I think. 
Yes. Um, I mean, I would like to do still minimalism, but different subjects. I would love to do yep. snowscapes. Yeah. When I have a chance, I like to do it. But I want to pick, as you see in the social media, you see like Iceland, an example. Yeah. When yep. I started looking to Iceland many years ago, there's not many pictures of Iceland. But now, everywhere you look in the social yep. media, you see Iceland pictures from everyone and the subjects I wanted to do as well. Yeah. And it's everywhere. So, Iceland, yes, I probably wouldn't go there. If I do go there, I will not visit the most common places because preferably I like to go somewhere that, and find my own compositions. And yeah. Find my own composition. I love doing that, finding compositions, which is pretty hard sometimes because of. Especially in the UK, most places around is people been there, and obviously, especially around the coast, and it's pretty hard. But I will definitely, definitely uh, find a place or a country that hasn't been um, populated by a lot of photographers, and and try to find any interesting subjects. Probably snowscapes. So yeah. I love to do that. Um, so yeah. yes, I will definitely do something like that in the future, and and maybe finding subjects to. Um, placing subjects in the landscape and do a bit something a bit different placing like around the coast and like mannequins and stuff like that i have a few ideas in mind so i'll probably be doing different things in the in the future as well as the coast as well shooting yeah. these subjects yeah. yeah well that's it so it sounds as though you've maybe got a couple of projects potential that would that could lead on to future publications um, by combining i, I think something slightly different but within you within your landscape and creating something something minimal and something a wee bit different and um, that you don't see every day yeah. and and i think these are the sorts of things that just uh, they generate some interest and it, it keeps you it gives you a bit of motivation to keep going with something new i think always helps as opposed to um, as opposed to taking shots that you maybe feel other people are taking similar compositions for and just and just trying something yeah. different yeah, that's correct. I mean, uh, you see the, the sort of style that I do. I mean, if you go yeah. on Instagram, there's loads of people there. When I started doing it, it wasn't that many, which I don't blame anybody. You know, it's what you like. People like, yep. they end up trying to do the same. Yeah? And obviously, yeah. processing techniques, there's many ways to process an image. Yeah, They might look similar. An image may never look exactly the same. It doesn't matter if it's exactly the same location, but it's always look different. It will look different. And to keep the style, um, which is amazing, keeping their own style and, and they call it palettes and all that. Uh, but yes, and the social media see pretty much lots of people with uh, doing pretty much the same style. Yeah. That's why I like to do something a bit different because I mean yeah. I like to be unique as as I can. Absolutely. But there's always there's limits, you know. There's limits that um, limitations probably that. Um, uh, especially the subjects I'll be using. Um, yeah, if I could try to find a different way to be more original and maybe using different subjects, uh, that would be great to do it because, um, yeah, yeah it would be good. be good to do it, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I've I had a wee look on you. I think you published quite a few uh, of your photography with sound and things like that. And I think that obviously there's that obviously goes back to your connection potentially with the... Uh, with your your music when you're processing because I was watching a couple of your videos and they really are very very therapeutic to sit and listen to and and like you I, th I think sound and uh, sound and, and still images can really be very powerful it doesn't need to be videos all the time I, I think actually just it doesn't need to be moving moving images but actually 
just yeah, just the, the right music can sit so nicely with the correct images. Is that again something you, you're keen to explore in the future? Yes, I I do like to do my uh, slideshows. Uh, yep. you probably, uh, as you said, you've seen some of them. And then again, it's um, it's not it's choosing the music to go with the images as well, yep. which is I like doing that. And I do have lots of comments of people sending me a message. Okay, I would love to watch some videos of you processing your images and all that. But it's something that I I really don't like doing that. I think that. I mean, I find out my style doing experimentals in Photoshop, yep. try different things and, yep. and learn on my own to create my own style, which I did. Um, but um, regarding teaching, I will probably um, it wouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah. I did have lots of requests. But I do like putting my images with sound and sharing like a little video clip with some, some of my images and obviously with the sound floating and uh, Yep. Yeah, going well with the with the images. I do enjoy doing that. Um, yeah. Yes, um, but I'll probably do probably do in the future as well some movies actually recording the landscape. Um, yep. And also create a bit of sound with the natural sound as well. But yeah, it's something one day if I do want to have a chance to do it, I'll probably yeah. do something like that in the future. Well, that well, that's yes. it. The, the, it's just the, yeah, the challenge is always finding time to do these things. And everyone has got great ideas. It's finding the time to actually implement these ideas. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the book that you've brought out, I think it's it's such it's a very very strong body of work. I really like the, I particularly like the dark images to finish with. I think it's a lovely switch. Um, switch around but I'm, in, I'm interested are there any particular favorite images of yours I know you said you don't have any favorites um, or are there any particular spreads that you're maybe particularly pleased with um, I must say I whilst it's not actually um, whilst it's not actually by the water I do like up or upon the misty hill and foreboding I, I, I really actually yes. do do like that combination um, just with the the beautiful, the beautiful shape of the of the the hill flowing onto the next page. But I'm interested. I'm interested to know if there's any particular favourites of yours. Um, those two sets was quite interesting. There was a morning, there was fog everywhere, and I know the location quite well. Yeah, and I've been there many times. I couldn't find any sheds, and I knew it was I knew it was a tree somewhere, and I knew it was a tower as well. And that specific day, I said, well, I'm going to go to this hill, see if I can grab some shots. And I was lucky. The mood was pretty yep. much all there. So I had little to do. And it was perfect. It worked out ever so well. And I, I do like the, the na uh, nature against a mechanic uh, subject. Yep. So I do like a place to do with them. They have an idea that um, of the nature, which is the trees that you've got there, and yep. the mechanic subject, which is the tower, which is the communications tower. And I think they worked quite well together. Um, regarding my favourite, obviously, as I said, I don't have a favourite, but the last one, the Beacon one, yep. uh, it was a bit of a challenge to get that. Um, it was probably one of the most challenging images that that, uh, that was hard to, it was, it was hard for me to get there. And also the weather, I mean, I spent a few hours waiting for the rain to stop. All right. So anyway, we'll start from the beginning. It took me a few hours to get there. I would say three hours driving to get there. And I got there and the rain came down so heavy. It was really like a stormy rain. Yep. And it was a nightmare. <laughs> so I tried to, well, I said, well, I didn't come all the way for nothing. I will wait a few hours. At least I want to get at least a good shot. 
Yes. So I waited for about an hour and a half, and then the rain stopped, and the tide was going down. So I actually run in a beach in a beach towards the tower. I yes. run with a tripod on my head like a madman. So I managed <laughs> to get there, set up the tripod, make sure it was steady. I took my my first shot as a sample shot, as an experimental shot. Yep. And I did I did two long exposures, and I was there. But that moment, the sky turned completely dark it went yeah. dark completely so the mood that you see there it was pretty much as uh, it was i see that glowing out against the dark but this is my moment i have to get this right so i did a few shots and uh, well two or three shots and guess what happened afterwards rain came down so heavy so yeah <laughs> so i managed to get my shots and then um yeah that's why i had to leave and then i was like two, three hours coming back i was like praying to at least the shot to be, the image to be sharp so i could get yeah. the shot i was ever so pleased so that was a very challenging image yeah well um, that, that that's the thing and it's these experiences that you remember when and these experiences that make that make the shots as well it's it's not just being able to pitch up at the side of a road, get out, grab a shot. It's actually the time and effort that you've gone into getting over to a location, the two or three hours waiting just for an opportunity to get out. And as you say, it's the sprinting across to get there to, to just get the cracking light and for a beautiful dark sky. And it makes for a, a cracking shot, just the, the, the white the white tower, the white beacon, just set against the pure dark background and the dark sand as well. Yeah, so it was very, very rewarding. I was very pleased with that. And it's one of the most popular images that I've got. I did sell a few prints of that one. Yeah. And um, I have that one, not in this room. I've got downstairs. I've got uh, that image in a big, big frame as well. So, um, yeah. Yes, I would say it's my favorite, but obviously it's a very challenging one, which I'm very happy with the results. Um, yeah. And obviously, if you're lucky enough to get to the location, if you've got the mood there already, it's yeah. even it's even better because um, it's not like spending hours to turn an image and make them pop. I mean, if you've got the mood there already, you just have to yeah. be minimal. You don't have to do a lot of things to make an image uh, or subject to pop. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah, very, very pleased with that one. Really pleased. Yeah. And and how did you, how did you find the process of, of putting it all together? Obviously you started with a lot of images and you narrowed it down. Obviously, we've talked about it, and it was a challenging process. But was it was it one that you enjoyed? Do you enjoy sequencing your work, or you've I know you've brought out a book. Was it maybe last year as well? So it's it's not your first venture into publishing. Um, but how do you find it? Do you find it? it do you find it in, inspiring and encouraging and, and enjoyable to to look at your work as a bigger body of work as opposed to just looking at it as an individual images? Um, you can look as a, a bold, as you what you said, that in, in yep. group, all the images together. So obviously, you when you start looking at images, you start recognising images, you start um, recognising the artist. Um, yep. And obviously, uh, before I did, the, I was enjoying really doing dark, dark, uh, dark images, um, but I'd start enjoying the lighter ones, like greys, and obviously I've been doing quite a few of those. There. But nevertheless, yep. if I do come across a subject that we need, that has got a special mood, that will, I will probably make those dark, dark images. Um, yep. Regarding shooting the subjects, I take many shots of the same subjects. Yeah. 
I can go to one yeah. location, the same subject, I can take about 10, 20 images of the same subject and I keep shooting yeah. and shooting there, there yeah. for an hour or an hour and a half. Yeah. And I love doing, put them yeah. all in, in my Lightroom and I'll look through them, looking for sharpness, the sharpest yeah. one. Um, obviously the tide keep changing them when yeah. the tide, I'm happy yeah. with the tide. Um, and obviously the one that will talk to me, so I narrow them down to five and then yeah. uh, to two, yeah. And then I pick the one, one of me or and my best yeah. image to work with. Sometimes yeah. my best image to work with doesn't work that well. Yeah. yeah. So I'll yeah. go for my second one. Yes. Or sometimes yes. it sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work. My processing doesn't work. I'm not happy with that. So I will leave that for a day or two. Yes. To work in a different image. Yeah. And then I'll go back to it. And then I end up processing that image and make them something that I'm very pleased with it. Yeah. So um yeah. 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 Quite interesting. Yeah, you've got you got you got very very a, a lovely contrasting style. Um, just looking at your website as well, particularly between the darks and the lights, really very tones. Obviously, um, I, tone must be very important to you as well in terms of in terms of the work that you're producing. Very much the darks to lights. Uh, what you mean? Sorry. Sorry. In, ter in terms what of in terms of the the range of tones in your images really comes across from very very dark tones to very very light tones as well. Obviously, it's it's something that's that's your particular style. I think in creating that in creating that empty space. Yes. Yes. I I like. I don't I never go for pure black. My images yep. hasn't got pure black or pure white. Because mm -hmm. obviously pure black, there's no detail in there, yep. and yep. I always make them. I was make them try to um, make them darker, but not completely black or completely yes. white. Yeah. Um, so I use uh, um, I use all the all the segments, all the different different tones, and yep. I make sure all my images all have different tones, but never black or yeah. white. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they come across really well. I really like I really like the subject matters you've gone for. It's an it's a coastline that I've visited once in my life, um, and I've managed to pick up a few shots. I don't think I've processed any of them yet, um, but I was there generally not at what you class as ideal photography locations, probably in the middle of the day in the summer, so uh, not the best time. But uh, but at the same time, it's still great even just to go along and and visually see some of the locations that uh, I recognize from, from your photo, from your photography. Um, and yeah, as you say, it's, it's the time that you spend getting the right conditions, making sure it's a nice misty morning or you've got the right tide time to, to the right tide to actually get the shot that you want, particularly when you're talking with the JTs and the peers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, you need to, you need to, um, study or make a plan um, yeah. and if you do it right sometimes you're quite lucky there but obviously the weather could change it's not a hundred percent correct yeah. but uh, you need to plan you need to plan ahead especially if you go for longer locations that you need to plan ahead and looked um, yeah obviously i'll take the tide the weather and um the time i always shoot my images first thing in the morning i never shoot during the day or yeah. the evening yeah, my yep. images. I like to get there in the first light. Um, yep. If I have a chance to visit the location during the day, I will. Yes, just yep. to have some ideas. Yeah, I'm gonna do. And then yep. if I see, I always like shoot first thing in the morning when it's dark. I like to get there plenty of time, set up my tripod, and wait for the first light coming through, and obviously uh, yep. start shooting. So most of my images they shoot first thing in the morning. Yeah, and, and your and your book. And, uh, and obviously, there's not many people around as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's saying there's not many people around, so but yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's 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 much it's much much quieter first thing in the morning. All you've got is dog walkers and the occasional swimmer. Um, but generally not too many of them to, to have to worry about. But I like I like the size of your book as well. It's really very uh, it's very easy to hold, very easy to work its way through. The print quality is lovely as well. I, how many attempts did it take you to get the right? Did you do a couple of test prints or 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 was it first time lucky in terms of getting the quality and the size and that right? Had you used the printers before? Yeah. I've, it was a new printer. It was a new printer that, and they they had like a template. Yep. Okay. Um, and obviously, I place everything followed the templates. But the thing is, with some printers, when they actually when it comes to the part that they'll cut the the book and and the first couple of attempts, they have um, they came down not very nice. They had like a special. They had the whiteboard in the top, and they okay, yeah. the image wasn't placed in the center. So yeah. I had to work around my image and make sure that um, that will cover all the all these angles. But it was a couple of times printed, which came down pretty bad. So I had to um, keep keep trying until I get it right. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's that's what I had to do. Um, yep. But I do like the size, and I, I insist to have a, a wider border. I yes. think the wider border gives more space, concentration, people concentrate in the image. I don't like image yeah. covering the whole page. I would agree, yeah. Um, I like the inner center, even with the prints or my prints or framed, I always make sure that it's got a wider border, so your eyes will be drawn to the picture the image. Only. Yeah, yeah. So that was the idea, the design, and obviously I wanted to get it like that. So that was my... My personal view, and, yep. and I did enjoy it, and that's why I've done it. Yeah, no, it, it works really well, particularly with the subject matter having plenty of space around the around the pictures. I think works really well. I think that the impact and the the experience of looking through them, if they were full bleed right to the very edges of the pages, I think it would be an entirely different experience. Whereas actually, yes. They sit, they sit really nicely in the center of the page with the, with the text, with the title of the image, as you've said, and, and the lovely captions below. Um, I can only imagine it must have taken you a long time to think about all these captions. Um, I'm not sure I'd have the patience to think about them all myself, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it's not easy, I tell you, it's really, it's not easy. Sometimes you have to ask a friend, so you have some ideas, but... Yeah, unless it's an artistic friend, we'll have to give you some nice ideas. But you do a little search, you put up the word. If you have a word in mind, you looked up and you will see you looked um, similar names or maybe something that goes goes well. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's it's hard work. It's hard work thinking about the names and getting yeah. captations as well. So, but it gives the view as something extra. Instead yeah. of just being left with a, an image with no title, nothing word, I know it's a view that can work around the image and name yeah. it. Okay, fair enough. But I like to give the viewer something a bit extra, have a title, obviously. As yeah. I said, as I said, everything in this slide, most things in this slide, they have a name. And I would yes. not put my images up there without a name. Not, not, yeah. not for sure. <laughs> not, Absolutely. Not it, at all. it gives a bit of context to it. Um, which I think is remarkably important, um, particularly when these images are so very personal to you as well and you've got such an emotional connection to them. I, th I think for you to convey that what, what, what you were thinking of and what you want to express through the title and through the caption, I think is really very important. And I, 
I think it adds uh, adds to the to the experience of looking through the work. Because um, yeah, it's it's a it's a great publication. Really delighted to have a copy of it. Um, and uh, yeah, just to say that. Thank you very much for your time this evening, Antonio. Speaking to me, it's, it's really been a pleasure to discuss, discuss your work and to discuss your approach to your photography. Um, it's really, really a, a fantastic book. Um, and uh, yeah, delighted to have one. And all I can say is thank you very much for your time. Thanks very much for having me around. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you.